Hi, this is John Cackley with Centric Biz and Tech Talks. Today we're talking with Larry English, one of Centric Consulting's founding members, about enabling an organization to operate in a virtual mode. So, Larry, how are you doing today? I'm great. All right. Excellent. Uh, so we're certainly living in interesting times. Are you hunkering down in a bunker in an undisclosed location? <laughs> well, what's funny is we've worked remotely for 20 years. And so for me, there's, there's no, no change what, whatsoever. And as a company, we were actually able to flip the switch in North America. And you know, within a day, we had pretty much our entire company working remotely. In India, we are also set up to work remote for almost all of our employees. And I think that is close behind. Great. Great. So what are you doing personally to stay connected? I was on a call uh, with a client earlier this week because uh, they were in the situation where they've never worked remote before. And all of a sudden the mandate was out there and the next day, all of a sudden they're working remote. They're like, man, what do I do? Please help us. And so what I walked them through actually is uh, some of the best practices that we've learned over 20 years as a company. And so one of those is we open with a virtual water cooler on any of our calls and um, what we do is we talk about personal stuff. And so uh, right now, more than ever, we need to be connected as a group and feel connected and being remote can be lonely. And so we specifically open the call with questions about what is your greatest anxiety with the coronavirus? And we kind of went around the horn. And it is so important for everybody to feel that, acknowledge that and, and feel connected. <clears throat> There's been a lot of research that's been done. And vulnerability is kind of the shortcut to trust. And so if you can model that and uh, employ that, you're going to help develop deeper relationships and trust your virtual coworkers faster. Great, great. So how do you see the coronavirus affecting the future of remote work? Well, I've been writing this book for about a year and it was finished last month and going in kind of the editing process and, and, uh, Really, it was basically on how you build a connected culture with virtual teams. And, and the premise that I had in there is, you know, the future of work is remote and everybody's going to eventually be there. This has accelerated that. So I suspect that I suspect that this is going to accelerate this for uh, many companies. Um, what is interesting when I'm talking to some of the clients are like, <laughs> their employees are like, man, I love working remote. And so the data uh, before this was 71% of uh, job applicants. That is a key consideration, their ability to work remote and whether they take the job or not. And I think that's going to go even higher. And then the other interesting thing is I believe that most companies want to build business continuity into their overall plans. And so they will prepare for all of their employees to be able to, you know, switch to remote in the future. So, uh, you know, I am trying to speed up release of this book because it's so critical of a concept now that I think more and more of us are going to have to work remote. Right. So in terms of, of that move, that shift that a company has to go through, I'm thinking there's a technical aspect to that and a cultural aspect. Does that sound right to you or would you put it differently? That, that's exactly right. So there is a technical aspect and a people aspect. So the, the technical is, you know, do you have the right tools in place? Um, we're seeing companies that, you know, they didn't have um, PCs provisioned and it's hard to get them right now. They don't have enough bandwidth or VPN and the security. So 
there's a way to rapidly put that in place. In fact, we're working with Microsoft uh, where they are offering their Teams product uh, for free for companies under 1,000 employees for the next six months, and we're helping clients rapidly implement that. So, uh, you know, part one of that is getting the right tools in place so you can be effective. As an organization, we had low-end tools for a long time, and I didn't realize how much it impacts your productivity. If you have the right tools, it just it really increases your employee engagement and you're much more productive and efficient as an organization. Um, and then the, the harder part probably is the people part. So they're learning to work remote as an individual and then learning to work remote as a team and how you connect and collaborate is uh, not super easy. You can do it, but it'll be clunky at first. And so there are a lot of best practices that we've learned over 20 years of how to do that. And so we're trying to help our clients with that right now. We're publishing quick help guides for uh, companies about you know the people component and some of the best practices so that they can learn to apply these uh, and get their employees used to, to operating in that environment. Moving towards this, and obviously right now there's sort of you know the classic burning platform. If you want to do any work at all, it's got to be remote. But where do you anticipate resistance coming up as an organization goes to a virtual model. Is there any resistance that you can see? Well, absolutely. So when I would talk to a lot of executives about this concept, most of them, their immediate reaction was, I can't trust my employees if I can't see them. (laughs) And what we found over the years is the exact opposite is the case, is if you trust your employees, the problem is that they're going to work too much. And so some companies take, (laughs) very true. So, and I'll explain that in a second, but some, some companies take a, an approach of, okay, I'm going to monitor, uh, you know, everything they're doing. Mm -hmm. There's software that can actually monitor if you're using your uh, mouse or not. And what I would say from a, you can do that, but you are not going to have a great culture and you're not going to have employees that are happy because they, they don't feel trusted. So, over 20 years, I can count on my hands, you know, one hand probably the, the number of times that we've had an issue that somebody was intentionally not working. It is That's not the thing to worry about. The thing to worry about is what happens is employees actually work too much because the laptop or the phone is right there all the time. And so people have difficulty finding balance. It's right there, so they're doing it and they end up working late at night. And so helping an employee make it okay for them to shut off and find mm-hmm. the right way uh, for them to work in their own personal life of, you know, when, are, when am I spending time with the family? What hours am I working? Make it okay for the employee to take advantage of working remote. And what I mean by that is if you've got to go run an errand, um, if you want to go work out, you want to take a mental break, absolutely make that okay because you're going to end up having a healthier, better adjusted uh, employee. So here is the other part of that is it's Mm -hmm. actually better for your profitability of your company. And Mm -hmm. the direct line to that is if you have employees that are engaged and they are happy, um, Mm -hmm. you, you lead to a better culture. And there's been a lot of studies on it. You know, one of them points out that companies that have highly engaged employees and a great culture have four times the profitability of companies that do not. You know, one of the things, obviously, Eccentric prides itself on being part of the community, you know, the wider community, the cities that it uh, that it operates in. How do you keep an organization connected to the larger community when it's got a virtual work model? 
when you are virtual, one of the key skills that everybody needs to develop is learning to build virtual relationships. And so there's a number of ways that you can do that, and we train people to do that. One of those is, you know, we start our calls as with a virtual water cooler, which is, you know, just talking about your personal life, everybody's personal life and what's going on, because it creates a sense of connection with, you know, everybody else um, that you're, you know, that you're interacting with on a daily basis. We want people to proactively connect with their coworkers. So an example of that might be sending a funny meme to your, you know, your teammates, or maybe you have lunch at your desk and you guys get on the phone call and it's just a personal catch up. So you want to do the things that allow you to connect. And from a management standpoint, there's an old saying, you can't coach from the press box. Uh, and that's, you know, meant to be, you need to be out on the floor right. or out in the office talking to everybody. There is a virtual equivalent on that where managers need to be reaching out and touching base because uh, it's easy to forget to do that to your direct reports, making sure you're spending time with them to check their temperature, see how they're doing, uh, see what's, you know, what's worrying them, what's bothering them. And then finally, the tools actually can help you with this as well. And so I will give you uh, one example is you can create virtual communities of interest, let's say. So mm-hmm. I'll give you an example in our own company where a uh, group of veterans set up a team so that um, they could connect with all of the veterans in our company. And they get on and they uh, talk trash to each other about the military branch, but they also develop a, a bond and a sense of belonging uh, that helps them stay you know, connected to something bigger than themselves. Great. Great. So you've given a ton of tips here. Are, are there any other tips about what an individual can do to be part of the part of the solution? Absolutely. So working remote, there are a series of individual skills that will really help you. And I'll give you a couple right now. So one of them, and this is the, the most tempting one uh, to, to avoid, is um, being present. So let's say you're on a conference call. It is very easy for you to multitask. So I'm going to you know, answer this email. I'm going to scroll through social media or the news or whatever it is. Uh, you've got to fight against that and you've got to learn to be present and only do one thing at once. It's very easy mm-hmm. to, to get distracted. So uh, that'll make you much more effective and your teammates will appreciate it because most people know and how many calls have we been on when the person's like, what, what'd you say? Can you repeat the question? Uh, <laughs> right. It makes you much less effective. Uh, so the other part is bring your full self to work. We've talked about how to stay connected when you're virtual. So share your personality. You need to make it okay as a management team for everybody to, to do that. I, I talked before about, you know, take the time uh, to stay connected. Super easy to not remember to do that when you're working from home and you got your work done. But it's really important that you personally reach out for your own uh, health and well-being to others as well as their own. I would say be super careful on conflict. Uh, you know, an example would be uh, a review or you have to give hard feedback to somebody. We try to do that face to face. Now, right now, you can't do that, um, but there are things that you can do. Uh, so as an example, we have a, a learning module uh, that for crucial conversations, which is a framework mm-hmm. for how you have high stakes emotional conversations with somebody and you can actually build a stronger relationship, come out of that discussion with a stronger relationship. And so you need to uh, be careful if you know one's going to have to ha- happen and you're going to have to do it virtually. 
you need to acknowledge it up front and kind of lay out the ground rules. So when you can't see the person face to face and see all their cues, it's really hard to know where they're at. The other one is, you know, finding a healthy balance in your life, what works for you, finding the right setup at your house, and then, you know, take the time to keep the mental breaks and have good, you know, personal discipline about when you're working and not working so that it doesn't become all consuming. And then, you know, finally, you know, taking advantage of being at home, take the time to go on a walk with your wife and your dog or your kid. It's it actually can be a huge benefit in your personal life and make sure you don't miss out on that. Great. Great. A lot of great tips there. I have 20 years experience doing this too. So <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, I think that's about it. Just any last thoughts, Larry, before we wrap up? What I would say is very unfortunate circumstance, but uh, it has thrust us into the world of working virtually and working remote. And I believe that it can be a big advantage for your company and for individuals. And so look at it as an opportunity. This has been John Cackley with Centric Biz and Tech Talks. Thanks to Larry English for joining us today, and thank you for listening.